you know, why why is it that Britain has all those shows where the comedians just tour around and talk to each other? All of those panel shows, they're yeah. so much fun. Rhyme or free, it doesn't matter to me. It's my bad poetry. Good day, and welcome to My Bad Poetry, a podcast where we take a deep dive into my dabbling with poetry between 2004 and 2008 when I was in high school. Each week we hear a selection read aloud for what may be the first time, and we'll examine it for its historical, philosophical, and literary qualities, always asking, why in the world did I write this? I'm Aaron, and I'm dragging my dear friend Dave with me on this journey into my old private journal. Dave, we're here. Yep, it's we, cold we are. It's cold. We're snowed in, basically. So I hear that you are going to attempt something new for your poem style. So I maintain I am very mediocre at most musical things, but like rapping and hip hop, I, I got nothing. Like I have no skill in that area whatsoever. And there are many people who I really appreciate their talents there, uh, but I cannot do any of it. So are you telling me you're, you're bailing on this premise of a slam poem? Uh, I I think I might have the beginnings of a limerick. Well, um, better it's your something. style. More in your style. Go for it. Right? There once was a man who blew snow. At this, he was quite a pro. He worked really hard, clearing his yard, and hated every minute of it, though. Mm. Not your best. That might have been the worst poem that has been read on this podcast. Yeah. Like, it's real bad. Yeah. Well, we should... Um, Move on to worst poetry? Yeah, yeah, worst by far. <laughs> so the poem that we are listening to today is titled Only in Post, being the typed version that we are at the point where these poems are being written with the typed document existing on my home computer. So you're writing them in the journal... And then are you like immediately transcribing them into your... No, I think I did it in batches. Okay. I have heard that that is a useful thing that some authors do. Like they'll write down their stories on like a typewriter and then they'll type it into a word processor so that they can actually edit. They can look at what they did and make changes so it's palatable to a human audience. Well, that's a style choice. <laughs> And you, as we've discussed many a time, have no style. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so um, I gave this one a title. It's mm -hmm. called The Key. My mind is a closed door, locked tight. But words are the key. They open the door and show my deepest thoughts. Some deeper still go unexpressed, as my mind reels for the words. Now, before you jump in, I noticed as I was looking at it today, there's another cut line that ends this poem in the book, but didn't make it into the type. So I will read that now. All I want is for my words to show people what I really feel. Hmm. And I can almost see why I cut that part, because I that feels too on the nose. I was going to use those exact words. Okay, yeah. So I think there is that editing choice that you were um, talking about. I chose to cut a phrase that was basically saying exactly what the poem was trying to express. Can I suggest one more edit? Okay, yeah. Delete the whole poem. Ah, well. 
No, it's that's not, not an option. Playing. I've read it. It's out there. <laughs> it exists. <laughs> it exists. Okay. Well, uh, structure same as always. No structure. No structure. I do. I do notice something in the type edition that I I think is a little interesting. I, I think I put some thought into this. I have. But words are the key, capital W words. Right. And then at the end, my mind reels for the words. It's a lowercase w words. And that one has an article on it. So the words versus words. Yeah. So like I I am um, showing preference to like the power of words. But as I reel for the right words, it's not the right words, so it's the 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 W is not capitalized. That's right. That's about the the biggest stylistic choice I think I've I've made. I like that as a stylistic choice, though. That's kind of interesting. It's a recognition of your own shortcoming in finding the words, but a realization that the word, like the words, do have that power. Right. Or they should have that power, but you know you got to find them. Yeah. Yeah. Beyond that. Um... Oh, man. Another very mixed metaphor. Like, just... <laughs> I, I get I get. there's a, a door. It's locked. Uh-huh. They open the door and show my deepest thoughts. But your mind is a closed door. Like, th- there's not a closed door between the world and your mind. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't. You think it's a mixed metaphor? I think it makes sense. The mind is the compartment. And when opened, you read the thoughts inside. See, and I think that's where I'm uh, disagreeing with you. I would say the brain is where is the container for the mind. Like I, I have a more metaf- metaphorical understanding of what the mind is, that the mind is the processing of emotion and thought and idea. Uh, and the brain is the it's container. The organ. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But I guess you you're know, using brain and mind. Yeah. When push comes to shove, I, they, they're pretty synonymous in my head. Well, that's fine that you're wrong. That yeah, works. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's it's funny how this this poem about struggling to find the words is filled with a lot of dead air right now for the right? podcast. <laughs> it has stopped us dead in our tracks. <laughs> well, we're working on finding the right words. Yeah, we're just uh, spitballing here. Ugh. Well, since we're, since we're spinning our wheels a bit, I mm-hmm. will give you the revelatory insight that I had this week that might explain this spurt of poems that that we have worked through in from January 2006. Okay. We found that we had a lot of those, like seven of them on the same day or whatever, the 17th. And these are not far behind. Um, Also, the document started to be typed on the 14th. So again, we have January 2006, major moment in the history of the Wolf Journal and these poems. <laughs> I, I can't deal with the fact that we're we're talking about this as a historical document. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's the Declaration of Independence. It's the Magna Carta. It's the Wolf Journal. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the the big insight. What happened in January two thousand six? Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the musical Rent? Grown. Uh, the movie came out. Wait, it's a movie? I've never heard of this before. In 2005 Christmas season. And if if memory serves me right, I think I saw it twice in theaters. Of One of those did. times being with Judy. 
Okay. Now, I think my sister was there, too, which made it not a date. I was just going to ask. I, I tried to clear this up with my sister. She does not remember the details. She didn't even remember if she went with to rent with me, but like it would make sense home on Christmas break. I think she would have been the one to drive because I didn't have my driver's license yet at 16. <laughs> just got my permit. All this to say, I was really into rent. Really into rent. And yeah. I hear this text about finding the right words and the song that I was obsessed with from Rent. Do you want to guess? One song, glory. glory. One song before I go. That of one. Of course it was. Of course. I was, oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Can't you tell I'm a Roger? <laughs> it's, it's literally written for you, Aaron. When I think of like a big rock star who's, you know, living it up in New York, I think of Aaron. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no i love that song <laughs> oh uh so i had this uh, thing where in the mornings i had my cd player in the bathroom and when i showered and did my morning routines i would play soundtracks or cds but i wouldn't listen to the whole thing i would just program my favorite tracks and i'd hit the the repeat all button and just yep. let them flow and uh i can guarantee you for the Rent soundtrack, it was One Song Glory, Seasons of Love, obviously. Yeah. And then I'll cover you the reprise. Really? I love that song. And that is the other thing that I am hearing in this poem. Because um, that second that second stanza, open your door, I'll be your tenant. Don't got much baggage to lay at your feet. Oh, and I, I get the open the door right here. Yeah. So struggling to find the words. Opening doors. This is this is rent. Just dripping with rent. <sighs> wow. I think it's very funny because I don't know that you and I would have been friends in high school. <laughs> and it's it's not for the reason you're thinking right now, because I didn't like rent. No, I know. I I thoroughly disliked rent because uh, <laughs> because there are musicals out there, more specifically, you know, operas that are better and cover similar topics because Rent is based on La Boheme. Yeah. And I loved La Boheme in high school. Oh no, Dave. Yeah. yeah. You were like a hipster to hey, the degree. I was not a hipster. I was a pretentious jerk. Yeah, but to be like, oh, I liked Rent when it was La Boheme. <laughs> oh no, that wasn't even it. I really didn't pay much attention to Rent, but I remember in high school, I had a big, big season of going through um, operas that I enjoyed. So like I spent a lot of time listening to uh, La Boheme and Turn and Do uh, and uh, Semile. Ooh, man, yeah, no, we were different kinds of nerds. We were very different kinds of nerd. Yeah, I was I was um, obsessing over Christian pop punk <laughs> and uh, musicals. Yeah. You know, Rent being one of those that kind of started to to educate me on a world outside of that kind of evangelical conservative sphere. Right. I, I do give it that, that credit. Um, hmm. But being the, the musical kid, having the big influence of my sister, just blaring musicals no. day in, day out. Rent was one of those kind of touchstones. It was like lame as Rob's wicked rent. Sure. And then, and then the, the Sondheim's the um, Sunday in the park of George into the woods. But I think in high school, I've grown to appreciate Into the Woods and Sunday in the Park far more now. I think in high school, top three, lame is Wicked Rent, hands down. 
Mm. For me, top three, still, Guys and Dolls. Okay. Yes, a lot of problematic stuff. But yeah. it's just classic, and I, it's 100% nostalgia. I have sure. like really good memories of singing those songs at the piano with my grandfather. Uh, but yeah, Guys and Dolls, Wicked, absolutely. Um, and then, uh, really, are you ready for this one? Yes. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, no. I feel like this is uh, like uh, bearing our souls to see who can be the most embarrassed, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's kind of this this podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so now that we've we've expressed our love of musicals and uh, yeah, our differing feelings on Rend, that that is where I, I got the most insight when I was thinking about this poem and the the previous poems of of this january 2006 i think that gives a lot of insight as to what kind of spurred on this creative moment i was right. i was looking for that one song and at this point i'm recognizing that i'm, I'm not quite getting it maybe yeah i think that seems reasonable my question is of my former self <laughs> what was being unexpressed at this point that's a good question well and so are you saying going unexpressed into your journal or unexpressed into the world? Because I think you could make that argument that things are going unexpressed to the world. But I think this is saying you don't even have the words for it. You can't even put it in the wolf journal. Yeah, I, I read it that way as well. It's like they open the door to show my deepest thoughts. I think that's an acknowledgement of what I've been working through right. um, with the poems. And yet I'm still flustered that I can't seem to put to words something else that's not yeah. even making it into the journal that fascinates me i mm -hmm. would really love to kind of pick at my own mind here and see what i was struggling with right oh and this kind of points to something that i have learned to appreciate about kind of tactics of, of active listening and, and therapy okay is learning to talk about feelings and learning to, I mean, like, it sounds like such a cliche thing. It's like, oh, you just need to talk about your feelings and stuff. <laughs> but how powerful it is to feel heard when you have expressed something and it is reflected back at you. Right. Yeah. Well, and that, when I do premarital counseling, mm. we, we do different programs and different uh, surveys and whatnot. But I always do what my, my premarital counseling was, which was ABCD. Um, arguments, babies, church, and dollars. Oh, nice. Those yeah. are the four major things that people have problems with. Yeah. But I love spending time talking about arguing because arguing is really important in a marriage. You're going to get in arguments. Mm -hmm. It's important in any relationship. And so often you see it uh, portrayed in popular media, whether it's movies, TV, or books, where there's an argument and somebody storms off. And it's like, but you were like three points away from saying what you actually wanted to say. Right. Maybe if you had just said that, you could work through it. Um, so we we spend a lot of time talking about, no, you, you're going to argue. You need to learn how to argue effectively. And that doesn't mean argue to win. That means argue to get your perspective out there because they don't understand where you're coming from and they need to. Right. And it's not that it's not their problem that they're failing to understand right it's we can't express ourselves right i don't know like uh we don't have the words like our mind reels for the words huh <laughs> yeah and so i i think i hear that 
very much in this and that mm-hmm. whatever my unexpressed thoughts were, I, it's something that we all lack at times is, is feeling hurt or feeling like we're on the same page with those around us, friends, family, right. loved ones. And so I, I could see that, that frustration or that struggle here. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I have anything else for this one. Um, I had one. Okay. So the words are opening your mind. Mm-hmm. So this is external words opening your mind or is it internal words opening the mind from the inside? Like it sounds like, uh, but words are the key. They open the door and show my deepest thoughts. So it's internal pushing out. Yes. Ooh, but a key tends to come from the outside. Right. That, fine. That's how we get to the mixed metaphor that you're using. Okay, I I finally see where you're coming from. It sounds like external words are acting upon me yeah. to bring out deeper thoughts, right? right? Yeah, but I mean, actually, that kind of works in the way we're talking about, like, uh, words being reflected back at you yeah. or people helping you to process things. Right, reflective, like, active listening and, and reflection. Yeah. So as my mind reels forwards when it's reflected back at me as someone understanding me that opens the door. That's actually like a decent point. So it definitely isn't what you meant. It's not what this poem is about, <laughs> but we have, um, we've found our, our insight here. There we go. We've spun our wheels enough and got some traction. We found some use. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, I am at a lack for words, but I look, I look to you, Dave. Good or I am at a loss for words. I a think loss is for what, words? <sighs> rather than a lack for words. <sighs> Good or garbage, Dave. So I'm trying to think this one through. Um, this last year, uh, our neighbor was throwing away a door. Uh, and they want, well, they wanted to get rid of it and they didn't want to throw it away because it was like a solid oak door. Um, so I said I would take it because I do woodworking stuff and I thought that'd be useful. Uh, it has not been useful. It is just a bit of garbage that's sitting in my garage. That's what I've got. This poem is a door sitting in my garage. I see what you did there because there's a door in the poem. Yep. And I'm not creative but enough it, to come up with something but better. But it's a useless door. It's a useless Wait, door. Wait, but, 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 I'm going to call you. What's that say about your mind? I'm going to call you on this because I think that's the door you used for a Halloween costume this year. Dang it! I was Ha-ha! hoping you wouldn't remember. Ha-ha! Ah! Even, even garbage doors can be put to use. <laughs> even garbage doors can be useful. I like it. I have, uh... Star Trek referenced your what? Uh, Katashi Maru. Oh, Kobayashi Maru. I have Kobayashi Maru. Your good or garbage metaphor. <laughs> I prefer the original. I have Star Trek referenced your your metaphor. It's like I knew what what I wanted. I was like an insert in here when I find the word. Yeah, you need a clean take of that. So then it's just. I have Kobayashi Maru, your metaphor. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to end with the words of a true poet. 
This poem coming to us from the poet Joseph Seaman Cotter Sr. Okay. And it is titled My Song. I'm just going to read the whole thing. Cool. I sang me a song, a tiny song, a song that was sweet to my soul, and set it afloat on the sea of chance in search of a happy goal. I said to my song, go on, go on, and lodge in a tender spot of some human soul where the fires of hate and selfishness are not. Hmm. My song went on but a little space and hide it back to me and fell at my feet in sorry plight, the victim of cruelty. I gazed a moment and quickly saw just how it had come about. A cruel critic had caught my song and probed the soul of it out. Oh, poor indeed is the human mind, and why was it ever wrought? that can thrive on husk in form of words and not on sturdy thought. Nice. Yeah, I love that. That's a fun poem. Right. And it actually says some deep stuff. <laughs> it has meaning about how we exist in the world. Yeah. That's uh. what good poetry does. <laughs> this has been my bad poetry. Now go write some of your own bad poetry. So Aaron, you want to talk more about rent? Yeah, I do. Rhyme free, Rhyme free does, does matter. Does matter.